listening to Our Wayward Life, a podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. And we're back. Here we are. We're on the downhill stretch. Yes, we are. Yeah, I think y'all may be tired of listening to us ramble about last year. Yeah, about our trip. So, we last time we had just gotten to Italy and we spent some days in Rome. And then we are going to get two cities covered in this one. Inshallah. No, it's going to happen. All right. We're doing it. All right, so from Rome, we took the train to Florence. And we really wanted to stay in Florence, but we decided that after Rome, we were going to be looking for more of a small village instead of a big city. Yeah, we were kind of over the, the masses. Well, but we booked all this ahead of time. We were just yeah. feeling like we we'll probably want some chill time. So instead of staying in Florence, we walked to the bus station, which is just like, what, five minutes away? Yeah, it went far. And jumped on a bus and went to Ponzano, which is in Chianti. So like the wine region of Tuscany. It's everything that it looks like in the movies and in... Yeah, it's just yeah. a bunch of rolling hills with vineyards everywhere. It's just absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Yeah, it's really gorgeous. So uh, we went to Ponzano and we had booked this apartment that was amazing. Oh, it was I gorgeous. Mean, our style of amazing. It's like rustic and yeah, lots I mean, of character. It was in a building. I can't remember how old the guys had the guys. It was old. It was very old, but had to go up this very leaning stairwell. It kind of leaned to the left just a little bit. Leaned. 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 Yeah. <laughs> leaned. Yeah, leaned it to the left a little bit, which, you know, I just had yeah. character. Before we got to the stairwell, though, we had to go up a big-ass hill. And yeah. Nobody told us about the big... They said, oh, yeah, it's on top of the hill. You think, oh, a hill. Not that big a deal. It was a long, slow, steep <laughs> climb. Yeah. And First, it was hot, and we had our bags, but it was okay. Yeah, we made it. We made it, and then we got there, and we realized, oh, this place doesn't have air conditioning. Nowhere there had air conditioning, really. Not in Chianti. Yeah, not in Chianti. But we had a fan, and the window opened, so it was great. And had a little windowsill thing that you could sit in. Yeah. I don't know if you were supposed to, but we did. Oh, I loved that windowsill. It was like my favorite thing about the apartment. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and the views. Yeah, because you just look out over the back garden, and it was just... A big winery right behind you. Yeah. Or grape fields. It was gorgeous. Grape fields. Yeah. I don't know how you call Vineyards? it. Vineyards? Vineyards. Grape fields. I like grape fields. I like that. Yeah. The field of grapes. Build the grapes and they will come. I will go if there's a field of grapes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is just went off the rail real quick. I don't. I can't believe we're recording this. I don't even have a glass of wine. I'm talking yeah. about Chianti, and I'm sitting here with no wine. Well, I could get up and get you one. I think we should pause it, and I should get a glass of wine. This this well, episode will go keep much talking better. I'll just keep talking. Okay, my sweet husband is getting up to get me a glass of wine because I think it's just wrong to talk about being in Tuscany and not have a glass of wine. Um, okay, so when we first got to Ponzano in Chianti, we walked up the giant hill. Uh, we were only going to stay, I think, two nights there 
I think that's right, it's two nights. Um, but we had most of the day ahead of us. So we unpacked, walked down the big hill, and there's just like a tiny little town square, like three restaurants, maybe four restaurants, uh, a couple little shops, a gelato place, um, a little grocery store, like teeny tiny market. Um, yeah, it was great. We absolutely loved it. It was definitely what we wanted right after Rome. And, um, we wandered into this like winery type place. Like we thought it was just a bottle shop and then it turned out to like be the front of the winery. I think it was called Palagio and it was a family owned organic wine or winery. And we just sat up at the counter and talked to the owner and she was so amazing and so knowledgeable. She told us all about everything in the area and I feel like she was originally from France okay she was from France I was thinking Germany nope she was French thank you for the wine yeah let me just take a sip before we continue start chugging (laughs) I don't think that's the way you do it no is it no no not over the age thank (laughs) you okay but like she said we were sitting there and we just walked into this place and this very lovely lady we're like oh yeah we'll you know pay for the sampling of wine and she's like no sample them all for free and I was like, nice. And the, yeah, it was. And she was amazing. very generous with the pours. But I think because it was so hot, and it was during the day, and it's a tiny village, so all the locals had traveled. Yeah, we were. Oh, you know one thing we forgot to say: in Italy, July is the month that the locals go away, and a lot of things are closed. Yeah, that is true. We didn't know it that. was in July. It was August. Yeah, that month Sorry. we were there. August. Yeah, that is the time where a lot of them go away, which, you know, that's amazing that they have time where they can take off and do that. But we didn't know that ahead of time. So a lot of things were closed. Yeah, they'll shut the shops down for a month and be yeah. like, oh, see you next month. Especially like smaller yeah, mom and pop type of places. But I think because of that, a lot of their regular business wasn't there. So she was excited. Just to have somebody come in. Yeah. Or at least I want to think that's why. Yeah, I'm sure that's but, what it was. Yeah, but we sat at the bar and... um like the bar being the checkout counter, basically. Yeah, it had two bar stools yeah. and an L-shaped counter. And her, that was about, really, yeah. it was all to it. Well, they lived upstairs, but. And she told us all about, she'd lived there for 30 years or yeah. something like that. She came, she came there just to plant grapes one season. Came, left, went back to France and said she was going to come back the next year and just do the same. She came back the next year and never left. I can see why. I yeah. could live there easily. We actually asked her about jobs. Yeah. It's just, it's a very cool little city, but it's very small. Yeah. But like, I mean, but you're a 20, 30 minute bus ride from Florence. Yeah. So you're and still close you were driving, to driving, it would be even faster. Yeah. So I would definitely go back there and live and have a little vineyard or oh, work yeah. for somebody else's vineyard. It was great. But we del- loved the wine. It was really good. And then I think we bought a bottle of rosé to take with us. We sure did. And so I think we ended up, I don't remember, I think that we grabbed lunch somewhere, that place that had the gelato and like fresh bread. Yeah. And the guy spoke no English and we, we spoke no Italian and we were like trying to point. To like, we did get lunch there. Yeah. Um, but you know, just the most basic lunch, fresh bread with salami. And some cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. The quality of everything was just incredible. Um, of course, we had to stop at the store, and I'm pretty sure the only things we bought were like, they had fresh watermelon we that looked really that. good. I got some yogurt for breakfast, and you got a beer. Yep. And that Big was, spenders. Yeah. 
And then we went back and sat in our window. We had, well, at least we bought breakfast for the next day because you had the yogurt. Which was the yogurt and watermelon, not the wine and the beer. Well, inshallah, that's what we, you know, <laughs> maybe that's not what we did. But yes, the, the yogurt and watermelon were for breakfast. You know, we didn't even say when in Rome, talking about Rome, but when in Ponzano. <laughs> when in Ponzano. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that night we decided we want to go out to dinner and there were only two or three places open and we didn't realize all these places you have to have reservations yes you do because people come from the surrounding villages to eat at these restaurants because they're so good i'm guessing but the first one was near where we stayed and we were like oh like this looks so nice but they only had the outdoor area open and it was completely full we stopped oh, it was in. absolutely rammed but the inside was empty but they were like oh no we're not seating inside yeah. we're only seating outside and then we were like, oh, like it, it looked like such a good vibe and really good views. We really wanted to stay there. So we're like, oh, well, we'll walk down and see if we can get into this other place that was completely packed. And we were like, there's no way we're getting a table in here. And we walked up and there was another American couple in front of us. <laughs> and they were. She was not very nice. Not me. The other no, couple. No, the yeah. other couple. Both of them were really rude. They were like. They were shouting at this poor server, demanding a table and whatever. I don't, I don't know what was actually said, but as we came up, we just stood there like, "Oh my gosh, like what's happening? That's so rude!" And then we walked up. We're like, "Do you happen to have a table available for two? We don't mind where it is." Yeah, we'll sit anywhere. That's fine. She walked us to the very front, which is the edge of like the. The restaurant, looking directly over the winery. It had a reserve sign on it. She just took it off. She took it off. And and that other couple saw her. (laughs) Took it off. And she was like, would you like to sit here? (laughs) We're like, oh, okay. So we ended up with the absolute best table in the house. Yeah, it was gorgeous. That was, I think, one of my favorite meals of the whole trip. I I remember they had their local wine that was amazing. Yeah, you just bought it by the half craft or the craft. Yeah. Uh, I think I just had like a basic raviola, raviola, ravioli, ravioli, ricotta ravioli with a like brown butter and sage. But Daniel got the pappardelle with wild boar. They cannot say it was absolutely well, amazing. Every bite of everything was just perfect. Yeah, that was probably one of the best. Well, I keep saying that. Italy was just full of good food. Yeah, it was just amazing yeah, food but, everywhere you but went. But that one, the experience and having that view... And our first time being in Tuscany, it was just... Mm. It was absolutely amazing. It was one of those places like, you know, you look at it, it was absolutely rammed. You expect, you know, hey, I'm going to spend, you know, 75, maybe 80, 90 euro here. It was like 60, I think, yeah, with, like, a, with a generous tip. Yeah. With, it was 16. So I figured that wasn't that bad because we'll get a full... Oh, we started out with a half craft and then we ended up staying at the table for several hours. So we ordered another one, which made it a full craft wine. Yeah. Um, and then on the way back up the big hill, up the big ass hill, so we could hear music when we started up the big hill, it's pitch black dark. There's no street lights in like going up the hill and we could hear music and we're like, Oh, like maybe, maybe there's a bar open with a live band. We're like, that's definitely a live band. The closer we got, we're like, it's like an orchestra type of band. Yeah. Or like, percussion and stuff. They just keep playing the same part over and over we, and over. We accidentally were crashing someone's band practice, like an orchestra's band practice, and they were playing La Bamba. Yep. 
so <laughs> we had had a, a liter of wine we were feeling good we were just so happy to be where we were so we put our stuff down and danced in the middle of the street yeah, to La Bamba. We started clapping for them. They're like, what is wrong yeah, with these people? Yeah, we started clapping and they looked at us like, go away. <laughs> but they were, they were good. Well, ish. ish. By the time we left, they were getting better. Or, I mean, way better than we could. Well, yes, way better than me. But, but it was such a fun memory, just like dancing in the street to La Bamba yeah. by like this adult band. Randomly. In a parking lot. It was a school parking lot. It was a school parking lot on our way home from dinner. Yeah. It was it was my favorite. I loved it. Um, let's see. What did we do after that? Uh, the next day, I think we just hung out in our place I for a bit. all the way down to the grocery store. Yeah. Then I realized there was a shortcut that I didn't know about. Um, there were a few shops we stopped in yeah. around the place. And then I think we were looking to buy our bus tickets for the next day to get back to Florence. And we ended up being able to do that at a, a tobacco shop. Yeah, it was like a tobacco and gift shop or something. Like they had like tobacco, a little touristy. It was tobacco, gift shop, and post office. And lottery tickets. Yeah, the yeah. most random place. It's kind of like, okay. Um, but yeah, so we got our bus tickets. And then um, we made reservations for our dinner that night at a oh, different I'm place. So and we'll, thankful we made reservations for Yes, that. and we'll talk about that in a minute. And then... I think we went to another wine tasting. That one where we had to like hike down. Where the German people were. Yes. Maybe that's what I was thinking. The German people. The Chianti. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's obviously this region is called Ponzano and Chianti or Chianti and Ponzano. And they're known for their Chianti wine, which is my mom's favorite wine. Mom, I don't know if you listen, but if you do, I thought of you when I was drinking the Chianti. Um, it's lies. She was just thinking about the wine. I thought, this is my mom's favorite wine. I said that everywhere we went. Um, it was amazing. So we did a wine tasting, and they did a little tour. Um, and then we bought a bottle of Chianti to take with us. And I think it was like 30 euros. Yeah, I don't think it was for, that No, much. for the tasting and the wine. Oh, but the yeah, tasting yeah. was like 10 euros each. Yeah. But we got... Six glasses each. Yeah. But th they were telling us about the weather there and how they hadn't had a rain since maybe March. And this was August. Yeah, it's been several months since I had, and you could look at the fields and be like, "Holy shit, yeah. it is dry here." But she's saying they're not going to be able to do their Sauvignon Blanc for or, the upcoming yeah. year, or their olive Olives, oil, yeah. because everything just dried and fell too quickly. Yeah. And yeah, it was really sad. It was really impacting them a lot. But the day that we left there, it did rain. It did rain. So we were standing outside waiting on the bus. Yeah, uh, and then okay, so there's this guy named Dario Checheni. And Which has got one of the coolest mustaches ever. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's an eighth generation butcher in this area. And he has a couple of like meat shops where you can just go in and buy steaks, ribeyes, sliced. Yeah, prosciutto. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Um, like butchery shops. Yeah. And then he has a couple of restaurants. And then he has a food truck. And The that day, smallest food truck ever. And that day for lunch, we walked up to the top of the hill. Not our hill, a different hill, and went to the food truck. And we had, I think it was like a beef belly sandwich. He doesn't do pork. He does beef. Yeah, it's so, all beef. Yeah, beef belly sandwich. And it was really good. Oh, it was and we sat on the like little steps going down to somebody's vineyard. No, it was going down to the village. That was a shortcut to the village. Oh. Instead of going all the way down to the end of the road and hanging gotcha. a right, you just went down those steps and the supermarket was right behind that. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah. But I it did was, after I walked back. Yeah, but that beef belly sandwich was... It was amazing. Met it, some people from Texas. Yeah, we did. I forgot about that. 
And then um, I think we flew the drone a bit that evening, took some pictures because the sunsets are gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. And then then we went to this dinner, and this was one of my favorite experiences of the entire trip. Well, Not just Italy, but the entire trip. It was something we read about before we got there. No, not when we got there. Was it when we got there? Yeah. Okay. We didn't know that this is... I had heard of Dario Cecchini as a butcher from Anthony Bourdain. Okay, we just didn't realize we were in the village where he was. Yeah, we never realized that that's... All right, but we read this stuff either before or there. Same, same. We found out about this cat and was like, all right, cool. We'll walk down here and make reservations. And we thought we were making reservations at his restaurant. Oh, no. We were making reservations for his weekend meat fest thing. I don't know what to call it. Like family dinner. Yeah, it's family dinner. Yeah. All right, so we get there. They're like, be here at X amount of time. It's like, all right, so we get here, and they're like, don't be late, because if you're out, I think it was 10 minutes late, you didn't get served. Yeah. So We got there early. Got there early, stood outside. They were passing out meat and wine on the street. You can't go wrong there. Yeah, and we didn't realize it was him. Yeah. Just standing there, talking to everybody. He was walking up and down the road with a two-liter bottle of wine, just pouring everybody. Would you like some more wine, sir? The Chianti. Yeah, the Chianti. Yeah. Do you just think of, um, what's that movie I hate that you like? There's a lot of them. The Chianti. Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had I his brains of. with fava beans. <laughs> the Chianti. Anyways. This but. is the most random <laughs> shit we've ever talked. And neither one of us have been drinking, barely. I took one sip of the wine. <laughs> wow. It's not as good as the Chianti and the fava beans. <laughs> fava beans. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, <laughs> now, along with the wine, Dario also had fresh bread with this not oh. not butter, but it was a lard spread. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, it it's no, probably. No, don't. If you were just like ew, lard, shut up, yeah. because you don't know how good it was. And that was absolutely amazing. It was lard and garlic, and it was just and kind rosemary of, and rosemary. And it was just kind of, so good. I'm just gonna have this for the rest of my life. It just melted into your mouth. But so we stood out there, and he's just chatting away. Yeah, he like, talked to oh, everybody. Where are you guys from? What do you do? Do you like? He wasn't being showy at no. all. Just like you wouldn't have even known that he was he's the head so famous. Yeah. yeah, and we didn't realize it. I mean, we saw him when we looked it up online. Didn't realize that was him on the street. We were walking to the restaurant, and his pictures sitting yeah. there with what is it, Gordon Ramsay? Uh, I don't remember. One of them, Somebody. one of the big famous chefs, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" It's like, yeah. oh, that's the guy the, we were just hanging out with. That was just pouring everybody's wine. Yeah. So. We sit down, and it's all family style, so you sit with people you don't know, and uh, everything's... Ten to a table. Yeah, and everything is served family style, so there's three liter bottles of Chianti wine that comes in, like, the basket across the table, um, bread and the lard spread, and then they just bring out course after course after course of meat, and it's all... And some vegetables. Well, yes, there were some vegetable sides cooked with, like, beef fat, all Which of them. makes it better. Yes. Um, and... So the, his butchery is known for doing nose to tail. Yeah, he uses everything. He uses everything. And when he comes out, he'll say, like, this is the shoulder, or I took this from the jaw, or yeah. whatever. So you're really aware. It's about respecting the meat. And not wasting. Not wasting and respecting the animal. Um, if you're a vegetarian, I'm sorry. I know that is hard to listen to. If you're vegan, you probably don't like us anyways. <laughs> <laughs> More food for me. I have no problem being vegan or vegetarian. I don't either. Except I also love meat, so yeah. 
if you want to do it, whatever. But this place, it was really respectful in the way that they talked about the animals and their sacrifice and what they, how they nourished our bodies. And it was just amazing. It was a great experience. Yeah, I think it was supposed to have been from I, the times I'll say wrong. It's only supposed to have been like three hours. Like we, seven to ten. Yeah. We end up staying to midnight. Yeah. If not later. Everything in the whole village was closed after that when we yeah. left. When we, we were left. trying to go find a place and... And I'm not sure what we needed another place for. But, you know, <laughs> even when we left, there was absolutely nothing open. But the food, oh, my goodness. I'll never forget this. He came out, or he didn't. The server came out. And I got a shoulder bone that had meat. I'm not sure what you call the meat. Like some type of beef stuck to it. But the bone had <laughs> been. the beef that came on the bone. Yeah, it was the beef <laughs> on the bone. But the bone had been split in half. And you can get all the marrow and everything out of yeah. it. Oh my goodness! I was like, I mean, yeah, this we have like butter beans or something butter like that. Beans with or beef. white bean cannellini it's butter beans. beans. Yeah. But I was like, me and oh. this dude needs to be best friends. It was amazing, and honestly, you could have as much wine as you wanted. Yeah, because there was there was only eight at our table, or I think there was only eight of us. Period. There, then, and uh, they gave me and Natalie three liters of wine. For the both of us, and I was like, "Oh, wow, this is going to be a long night." We end up moving down and sitting next and talking to the people that were everybody else there. The guy was French; she was Brazilian, Brazilian, and I can't remember. And there was a family from somewhere in Europe. I can't remember where. The yeah. teenage son was with them. Remember? Yeah, and he wasn't having that much fun. No. But anyway, we end up sitting there and we talked. We had so much fun all night long, and it was an absolute blast. Yeah, and so. Like, we go to brunches in Abu Dhabi where it's unlimited food and drink. We go, you know, in the States, we've done a couple of, like, really nice dinners. We did one in Nashville that did not even include your drinks. And it was, but it was, like, a 10-course tasting menu or something yeah. like that. It was, like, $100 a person yeah. plus your drinks. Yeah. So, that's what we were expecting. Nope. 50 euros each. Yep. For as much food and wine as you yeah, can stand. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't eat it all or no, drink I've, it all. No, I eventually was, had to tell them. And I love... I love red meat. I love, yeah. and I love steak. It's about as rare as you can stand to cook it. Yeah. And I eventually had to tell them, look, I cannot have any more because I'm about to die. Yeah. It was such a great night. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And then the next morning when we got up, we were, we packed up and we headed down the hill to wait for the bus. And we had no idea there was like this once a month market. A yeah, little farmer's market. Not little though. It was huge. No, it was they massive. Had, yeah, they had um, not just fruits and vegetables and meats and cheeses, but they had handmade jewelry and bags and clothes and shoes. And all the wineries from the region yeah, just they, came up and had stalls and it's like, oh, you want to try this here? Try this. And I'm like, it's eight o'clock in the morning. I yeah. don't need champagne. <laughs> I don't remember having champagne that morning. The guy was trying to give it to me. Oh. I was like, no. I had a. Um, I didn't have. I found a black linen shirt. Because like linen from Italy, so uh, yeah, I found a really nice black linen shirt that I still wear all the time. So. Yes, you do. And then we got on the bus, and it was horrific. It was <laughs> the air didn't work. Yes. And it was really hot that day. It's windy, windy roads, and Natalie has a tendency to get car sick too. Not always. Not always. It, but if it's hot, yes, and windy, yeah, that'll do it for me. And there was like no breeze coming through and this sweet american girl in front of us turned around and she was like 
you could tell I was about to be sick. I had a bag in my hand and everything. And she was like, I have these anti-nausea medications. Do you want one? I'm going to take uh, one yes, too. Please. And I was like, yes, please. Um, yeah. And her husband was also really not feeling Yeah, he well. wasn't pulling it either. Of course, um, his biggest problem was that he had been on the piss the night before. And he oh, was. Well, maybe, maybe that had something to do with mine. I don't think so. No, it was just yeah. car sick. Anyways, we get to Florence and we get catch a train and went on to our next destination, which was Bologna. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I where, was, where did you go? I was watching the crane pull something up outside. Sorry. I'm kind of like a little, little rabbit squirrel. All right. Bologna is Bologna. correct. Yeah. Um, from the train station, we walked. I think our apartment was like within half an hour walk. Maybe yeah, it was 20 minutes close. or so. And then we went to the square to explore. We didn't really have a lot of expectations for Bologna because once you just plan so much, you just... You start just like everything runs together. And then you look up stuff and people are like, oh, I only spend, you know, yeah. a half a day here and I do this or do that. And we know ourselves. Yeah. We just like to wander. We like to try the foods. We like to drink. We like to go in the churches and the historical sites. Um, but we don't like to necessarily book a lot of things. No, not lots of like... Tours. Tours, yeah. Especially where there's like somebody with a flag or an umbrella. And, yeah. you know, and a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like those people at all. Whistle! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Roy Kent. <laughs> these if, poor people. If I mean. was a tour guide, that's what I would do. I wouldn't like a bit. Whistle! If I say whistle, it's a whistle and you run. <laughs> Anyways. Uh. So we didn't look up much about Bologna, except we knew that uh, one of our friends here in Abu Dhabi used to live in Bologna. And so we had messaged her and said, hey, if you have any suggestions. And she gave a three-page list of, go here, go do. And I was like, yeah, Turk. we did go to a couple of we the did. restaurants, yeah. The ones but, that were open. But the food in Bologna. Was absolutely amazing. It's like the culinary heart. Yeah, we went to this little bitty place. We were walking around. We went to the grocery store. Got some stuff for the breakfast for a couple of days that we were there. Threw it in the room. It was like, all right, let's walk and find lunch. And they're like, all right, we picked this place on Google. It was like, all right, it's got good reviews, hole in the wall place. Let's go. Of course, we get there. It's closed. It was like, all right, we picked the next one. We'll walk there. As Natalie slams a wine glass down. And uh, we'll go to this one. Went to that one. It was closed. And I was like, for fuck's sake. It was like being back in Australia. It was. Like, everything's, <laughs> everything's closed. closed. So we were just walking down the road. And we saw this little place that was open. It was like, all right, let's go in there. And as we sat down, we looked across, or before we sat down, we looked across the street and it said homemade pasta. It's like, bit. Walked over there, asked the lady, I was like, we want some pasta. She goes, whatever. I can't remember how big the serving was. What was it? Half kg? They had like, it was tortellini and tortellino or tortellono tortellono yeah, yeah. tortelloni yeah. tortelloni <laughs> i'm sorry if you're italian and listening to this i'm really sorry yeah, we just butcher everything yeah anyway she says i think it was like a half kg she's like it's enough for one i was like damn a half kg that's a lot of pasta we end up getting one serving that's a pound of pasta yeah we end up getting one serving it was two euro yeah and she goes can you come back in 20 minutes i was like yes ma'am we will gladly come so back in 20 minutes make it fresh you buy it it was amazing. And, and if you don't eat beef or pork or meat, it had pork salt or pork bacon crackled over the top of it, which just made it yeah. that much better. 
It was delicious. It, was it tasted like how we were in somebody's grandmother's kitchen. Yeah, nicest lady in the world. But she's like, yeah, can you come back in 20 minutes? I was like, yes, ma'am, we sure can. No worries. Yeah, it was so good. We went, obviously, in Bologna. It was all about the eating and the drinking. Like, and trying things, not just, like, getting drunk, but trying things. Because it is known as, like, the food capital. Yeah. And so we looked up these food tours, but we didn't want to book one necessarily. So we just did our own. Some of the best pastries we had. It was also Yeah, there. so we started one morning and just did, like... I think we went to, what, 10 different places by the end mm, of the night? I think so, including stops for, like, uh, coffee, coffee and yeah. stuff like that. Um, it was so much fun, though. We, no, it was absolutely amazing. People probably thought we were crazy, but... And we would go in and be like, we want one pastry and one coffee, and we would share. Yeah, and they were just kind of like, just one? And then we yeah. would go to the next place and be like, we want... One pasta. Or, like, one salad. Yeah. Like, yeah, and share everything. Or if they had, like, little tasting menus, we would do that. But, oh, my gosh, the food... I cannot recommend the food in Bologna enough. Yeah, it's beautiful. I so mean, just like they have an actual university for gelato. Yes, they so do. It's where you go to learn to make gelato, and it is hands down the best gelato I've ever had in my life. Natalie wanted to go. Of course, like it's called um, Grom G R O M. I remember the place, and I was telling her I was like, I can't decide what I want. Like the pistachio sounds nice, but also the salted caramel. And she looked at me and she was like get both i was like oh you're so smart <laughs> you're a wise wise woman so i did and like we had i had gelato everywhere we went this summer pretty much and like in sarajevo gelato was probably four the equivalent of four euros yeah. for two scoops in rome probably five or six uh, euros yeah. it was like 250 yeah, maybe 230 250 yeah. something like that it was really cheap and we're talking in the downtown square yeah in the at very this very really tourist. famous place but oh man, the food was so good um if you're not a foodie i'm sorry like yeah that is one of the main reasons to go to bologna that's yeah, definitely one of the main reasons yeah and then there's if you're into shopping there's a lot of shopping there as well we don't really we went to the decathlon yeah we did go to the decathlon um but they they also have really amazing churches. Beautiful. And some museums. So there's one church called the Basilica of San Petronio. It's in like the main square. And remember they were showing movies outside? Yep. They like a giant screen and they were showing. Uh, oh my goodness. I can't remember. Because we were like, we're going to come back and watch it. And it's like, oh, we won't be able to understand that because it won't be in English. Yeah, talking to me in Italian. Yeah. I don't remember. It was something that we had heard yeah. of. Um, but this basilica was really cool so it started in like the late 1300s but then it was halted at some point and then it was picked back up in the 1500s and they put marble up the first half of the front wall and then stopped and they were going to erect this cross inside but it was going to be larger than the one at saint peter's basilica in rome and supposedly the pope came in and was like no nope. you're not doing that you have to do this instead so it didn't get the largest cross it got this other one that is still it's massive. massive but then the front of it looks so crazy because it's like it looks like a kid drew it right like the top yeah. half is brick the bottom half is a, like this white pink marble yeah really gorgeous but it looks so strange then you go inside and then you go inside and it will blow your mind and it's free yeah. to go you can book a ticket i think if you want to go up the yeah, up the stairs. But we didn't do that. It was a lot of people there that day. So, But we walked around the inside, and you can go downstairs as well to the museum and the library. Which was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was just amazing. 
and it's really cool. Everybody just sits outside as well, like outside yeah. the basilica in the town square. Drinking coffee. Yeah. People watching. Yeah, that's a lot of people watching that. Yeah, so it was really fun. We also ran into some friends when we were in Bologna, Chris and Steph. Oh, yes. They were, like the scared them to death. and I did scare her to death. They were walking down the street. Just We had we knew that we were both going to be, be in Bologna around the same time, and we were like, oh, we'll, we'll message and meet up. But we hadn't heard from them, and we're sitting at this little cafe on the street corner, and Daniel's like, there's Chris and, and he couldn't even get the word Steph out of his mouth, and I like ran over and like bear hugged her. I was like, Steph! And she screamed. <laughs> And I was like, come sit down. We're ordering a bottle of Lambrusca. And Lambrusca. Lambrusca is a sparkling, a chilled sparkling red wine from this region. And it's, it's incredible. Quite nice. It is amazing. So we had a bottle of that. And then we met up for dinner later that night. Do you know what we had? I specifically remember lasagna. We did. We ordered a bunch of stuff that night. But the lasagna in Bologna was. was yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was. I'm, I can't. I can't just like keep talking about the food, but I could, I could <laughs> talk about it for the rest of my life. Um, I also got a really special present for myself while we were in Bologna. Yeah. I bought a leather, an Italian leather bag. I've been looking for a crossbody bag. I knew what I wanted, but I couldn't actually visualize it. No, she tried to tell me for months and I was like, I, I still like, don't know what like, you're talking when about. When I see it, I will know. And when I found it, I was like, this is the one. And how often do I carry that bag? Just about every day. Yeah, absolutely love it. So I was really excited to get an Italian leather bag. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, another thing we had there, it was good, tiramisu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that was our quick trip in Bologna. We loved it. Our apartment was great. Yeah, the dude that, that I guess, rented it, was he was pretty spot on. He walked us over there. We met him, we met him in the square. Yeah, and he walked and us there. Because it was kind of like you went down this alley. You, well, I say alley, little small road. Then you went down, you turned down this other little small road. Then you went to the the right doors because I always try to go in the wrong doors. You know what else I just remembered happened in Bologna? No. Didn't you go for a beard trim? Uh, that was the most violent <laughs> thing I've ever had in my entire life. Be it was careful. the one right by the apartment. Yeah, be careful about getting a beard trim and a shave in Bologna because they'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I think you knew to, they weren't just like... No, they weren't like violent. His his English was none, and my Italian was none. And so instead of telling me to turn my head or pick my chin up, he would just like slap me. And I'm like, dang, man, you can just say move. I'm, I'm more than glad to do it. Just, you know. I really hate I did not get to witness this. Some direction would be nice. Oh, man. Instead of violence. That's so funny. No, it wasn't. I came back and I was like, he was like, that was such a weird experience. <laughs> and I thought you meant like, you know, you had one of like the facial massages where they like no, no. slap on your face, but no, he just like shoved your head around. Yeah. Different. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, would highly recommend, uh, Chianti and or Ponzano and would highly recommend Bologna. Yeah. I hope we have a chance to go back. To I would definitely go back to him. Inshallah. Yeah. One day. Yeah. I want to go back. And now I want to go back right now. Just for the food? Yes, just for the food and for the wine. And maybe you for the beer trim. <laughs> no, I'm not getting a beer trim there. I just have to look like you know, the woodling mammoth, just be okay. all fuzzy. Well, oh man, Italy's great. It's amazing. Let's move there. Yeah, maybe one day. Inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. 
All right. Uh, so we've got one more episode for the big fat summer trip. And y'all are so thankful we're almost done with this. And then we're going to start recording about this big fat summer trip we're about to go on, which yeah. is a less fat to yeah. diet version. Yeah, it's a little slim trembling. Well, it's still going to be good. Yeah, definitely be good. All right. I'm wiggly. I can't help it. <laughs> you shouldn't have poured me the wine. I shouldn't have. <laughs> That's what I get for putting a straw in the bottle of wine and bringing it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Just give me the box. <laughs> give you the box. Just kidding. I'm making a nice white wine that Daniel opened for me. All right. Until next time. <laughs> when we finish our uh, big fat summer trip. All right. See y'all. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.